Today, we're going to compare the Bush Latte with the Wisconsin Spotted Cow. Spotted Cow, you can only get in Wisconsin. That's kind of what makes it legendary. It's supposedly a very good beer. There's going to probably be a lot of people who are going to shake their head at this comparison because craft beer versus light beer. And all the craft beer snobs are going to be mad at me for this. And all the light beer people are going to be mad at me for that. We're going to do it anyways. So then you have your Bush Latte, Bush Light. It's great. Wakes you up in the morning, Bush Latte. I'm probably just going to get in. I'm just going to try them both and give you my knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> it is a – you need a bottle opener for that, so that's a con. Okay. So I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, so I got a bottle opener. <laughs> Pretty inconvenient that I got to have a bottle opener open up a beer I just want to enjoy on a nice hot lake day, but – I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try it. Just gonna just do it. I literally just spit that out just so I could get all of the craft beer hurdles triggered, to be honest. Okay, now I'm actually gonna try it. It's pretty decent. Pretty tough to put down more than one of those in a day, I think. Pretty thick. It's pretty hefty. I kinda see. Feels like I'm drinking a meal as I sip on this. Did he say he's drinking a mule or meal? Meal, I think. I know he meant meal. I think it was mule. Could yeah. be mule balls in his mouth. So that was I had two bites of my meal. <laughs> Half of my meal down. Four drinks in, I'm looking for a dessert. A little bit wondering what the big rave is or why people go so far for this beer. I'm tasting uh I'm tasting beer, and then it kind of finishes with a beer flavor at the end. I don't think it says on here what alcohol percentage it is, but it's got to be higher than the Bush Light. So that's a pro. Pro. Probably get you drunk faster. Con. Got to have a bottle opener. It's in a bottle. You got to drive to Wisconsin every time you want it. Unless you live in Wisconsin, then you're good to go. Time to uh, crack open a nice Bush Latte. It's <laughs> cold. That's magnificent. That is. That's so smooth. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. I could drink probably 15, 16, 23 of those in one day. So I would say, complete this comparison. If you want a full meal and a glass bottle, a brown glass bottle, probably going to want to go with a spotted cow. If you want to have a great day on the lake, if you want to have a nice buzz going while you're just hanging out with friends, throw the frisbee around at the sandbar, just enjoy life with the nectar of the gods. You're just going to want to go with the bush light. Wow, he poured it out at the end, too. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Beard Off Podcast. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in. And, uh, of course, I'm Adam uh, over there up in the fair state of Wisconsin. Chad. Hey, Chad. Hey, Adam. Hi, Jake. How are you guys doing tonight? Jakey, of course. Back with it, us. It, you do have to travel to Wisconsin to Wisconsin. give. Tonight is an Imperial IPA. Um, uh, Jakey Poo, you want to tell us a little bit about this beer? Well, hold on now. <laughs> Bypassing the rules of engagement. Okay, go ahead. All right. This is the Beer House Podcast. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did the intro <laughs> part. He just needed the damn rules of engagement. All right. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> We're going to look at this beer. I'm going to sniff the shit out of it. We're going to rate it. We're going to drink it. We're going to talk. We're going to rate it. We're going to drink it. We're going to finish it. We're going to rate it. We're going to be done. That was good. That was the best engagement explanation thus far. Way to go, Jakey Poop. All right. Now, do you want to tell us about the beer? I don't Because my beer is becoming sweaty balls here. Yeah, mine is too. So I checked out the brewer. The brewer is founded in 2011 out of. Stockholm, Sweden. So yeah. A little international delight tonight. Yeah, a little beer from across the pond here. Um, now, it's Omni, I don't know if it's Omnipolo or Omnipoyo. Probably Polo because they don't say double L's in Sweden, I don't think, with the yo. So I'm going to say Omnipolo uh, yeah. or, or Omnipalo. Their mission statement here is we conceive our recipes at home and travel to different breweries across the gr- globe to craft our ales our ambition is to change the perception of beer dash forever it is really interesting their uh their their approach to brewing different beers and they have a shit ton of beers they do we were looking at their website here they got a shot heavy ton ton of of beers beers. but yeah it's uh do they brew it or is it is it like this one has brooklyn well okay it's it's important or is it brewed by brooklyn brewing it's imported Recipes. by tw- imported by twelve percent, twelve percent. Brooklyn, never mind. Twelve percent LLC. Brewing <laughs> for Omnipolo by Dorchester Brewing. Right. Yes. Dorchester Brewing in the United States, which I think's in Boston. So this be considered contract brewing. Yeah. Yeah, the same thing as Evil Twin does. And uh, who's the one that does Miami Cigar City? Don't they do a bunch of that? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Scar City makes their they're oh. their own brewery, but they have like brew brew um brew hub brews for them. Well, I think every time I had the uh, popular IPA by them, it wasn't actually brewed by in Miami or anywhere close. No, it's uh, the brew. It's in Tampa, but yeah, it's brewed. Tip, I think usually in Lakeland, Florida. I don't even think mine was. I don't think it was brewed in Florida. It may not have been. All right, then. Well, Cigar City's owned by Oscar, Oscar Blues. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. Some of <laughs> cans and bottles that these uh, these bloats have are just crazy. That's well, can let's do this before this gets too warm and starts tasting like, really like piss. Mm. Uh, Good call. Are we pouring? I've already poured. Cause, We're poured. Yeah. So uh, we'll go with Jakey Boo. Hey, Jake. One beer. What's it smell like to you? Hold on, I'm gonna actually smell the can. I'm just gonna get all up in that. Get your get that all up in your snort that can. I mean it's floral. I get like a floral smell. That's what she that's, said. Is that mosaic hops, perhaps? I don't even know if it tells us, does it? Uh, there was a nice little breakdown here. Let me just throw this out there. So Lustro. We wanted a beer that would fit nicely in between both coasts. The smoothness and haze of a New England style IPA. Yet the bite and crushability of a West Coast IPA. All right. So 8% by volume. Uh, I want to say the IBUs were here, but as you know, I don't give a shit. That's 80 as listed on untapped. What is this light? Is this like a spotlight or a drop of? I mean, to me, it just smells like an IPA. Like it doesn't, there's nothing. Yeah, it doesn't have any special smells. It's not like there's no specific fruits or, um, 
I mean, I'm sure it's citra hops, probably. There's us thinking citra too. There's a little, it's just floral. The um doesn't smell hoppy overly. Uh uh-uh. uh. Doesn't smell no. doesn't smell overly fruity or tropical or anything no. like that. And this this is an imperial IPA. So we've had last week we had the hazy New England, which those smell and taste juicy. So um two beers. Chad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you already said what you smelled. This smells like an IPA and Citra Hop, pretty much. It's, I mean, it's got like a tangy, like a tangy or tart smell, um, tangy or tart fruit smell to me. It's not, uh, it's not sweet smelling. Hang on, hang on. Gina's home. The guitar's gonna go nuts here. Oh, no. hold, 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 hold. And we're going down. Just excellent. Um, Tangy, you said tangy. Yeah, it's like a tangy or or tart, tartness. Hmm. Um, I I mean it is it's a it's a tart citrus. Not it's not a sweet citrus smell. Right. All right. Three beers. I mean, like I already said, I just pretty much am smelling citrus hops. Like an IPA to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's, very, it's tartness, like you say. Um, but um, so yeah. Um, all right, there's a there's a sniff portion. Uh, gonna take some, some drinks, kids. <laughs> I'm reading a couple of comments on Untapped on this one. <laughs> Smooth as fuck. I could drink. I could chug these all day long. Yeah, it's got a little sneaky eight percent to it, though. I guess uh, it's reading eight, this, it's eight percent. You said, yeah, reading, yeah, it's eight percent. Okay. it typically starts at seven point five, but is more commonly in the eight plus range. Yeah, the Imperials yeah. are usually. Higher than ABV. Yeah, Imperials, uh, according to the study, the beer style guide, seven point six to ten point six is the ABV. Now, was there anything in in um, the Blessed Beer Bible? Oh yeah, Chad, we're gonna read. Well, for- I mean, there is. There's a section, but I, I there isn't really anything that talks specifically about an Imperial style IPA. It it talks about double. <laughs> It talks about double IPAs, which I believe is what the Imperial. I think the the two were the two um, terms are interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, they you, would be. Yeah, you could actually even call it a triple would mean the same thing. A triple, yeah, a triple is is in the same category as an Imperial. Yeah, they are uh, in the strong ale category. Uh, fairly new. I don't know why they do that. Are you reading from the Bible right now? Yeah. Oh, well, then we got to be quiet. Hang on a second. Shh. Okay. Oh, yeah. So the, evol- the evolution of this beer, I'm on uh, in the ales section. Uh, the Let's see. The Book of American Strong Ales. So it is, uh, written. So it is done. Double or triple IPAs. Uh, <laughs> chapter on the evolution of this style of beer. All praise be to the beer God. Invented just in the mid-1990s. Double IPAs are still babies. They are in many ways an invention of horticulture rather than brewing, enabled by the glut of new hop varieties that gushed into the market in the 1990s and 2000s. Newer hops have alpha acids and exotic flavors far in excess of earlier strains. Craft brewing sparked the interest in and market for strange and wonderful new varieties that headline beer flavors and growers 
are happy to keep a new stream flowing into breweries every year. I'm not going to read the whole, the whole um, page here, but I thought the interesting part there was that uh, I didn't realize this, that this is, this is quickly, <laughs> literally, uh, you know, a 20 year old or so variety. So let it be written. Let it be let it, yeah. Thank you, brother Chad. Praise the beer gods. Uh, so, um, God. um, <laughs> Jake, oh. one beer. What are you tasting? Hold on. I took my first taste. Put it in your pie hole. I, you know, I get more of a sweetness, mm. no tartness, not really even a citra flavor, no after, no hoppiness afterwards. I, I agree with what you saw there on tap chat. It's, it is super fucking smooth. Yeah. It, uh, I mean a little bit of, just a little bit of fruitiness, a little bit of sweetness. Uh, Two beers. Yeah. The interesting thing to me is I, when I, when I bring it to my face, plant my nose in it, I do get, <laughs> I do get that still, I still get a, a tart smell, but the taste is totally opposite. It, it's really, it's really more of a sweet, a yeah, sweet, but... sweet flavor. Um, super smooth. It is um, kind of floral tasting to me. It's not uh, a uh-huh. little bit, a little bit citrusy, but more floral. Uh, I, I think it's delicious. Three beers. Yeah, I would agree. It's it's kind of funny because yeah, I took a sip right when you were talking about how sweet it is. It tastes juicier. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, it's got some juiciness to it. Yeah, you don't smell a juiciness at all, but there's a little mm. bit of taste of that. Um, I guess, I mean, it, I don't know. It's the sweetness, at least, I'm, I'm tasting there. Um, it's not Uh-oh. as dark like some of the hazy IPAs either that you've seen, some of those no. juicy ones. I mean, there's some haze, there's haze to regular standard IPAs, too. I mean, IPAs aren't always you know, crystal clear, but oh, it sure. does have a little bit of a bitterness on the back end of it. I mean, nothing like what we've tasted before, so it's not like you know, you're going to get a stank face. Nothing like drinking like a hoppy West Coast. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, it's it's surprisingly good for an imperial for me because I usually don't like imperials all that much. So, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not an IPA guy. I'm definitely not an imperial IPA guy. Um, but I could you could drink two or three of these easily. Can't stop those. Sorry. Yeah. So you know, right. I I thought I was going away from IPAs, but there's a lot of good IPAs. <clears throat> There are, I mean, and the thing is about the about well, almost all beer sires you can say this about, but there's a lot of different kinds of them, right? So, but also, like we said, oh, he is a triple IPA. Well, it's not really, you know, what I mean, they name them so well, differently anyway, you know. So you're thinking, oh, a hazy IPA, I'm getting a New England IPA. Well, nah, not necessarily. Well, there, there's just so much variation now. So just calling something an IPA, okay. I feel like, is so ambiguous now. It is. Like, and but what's so cool is the things. brewers are having fun with it though, and they're trying to make different new new beers. I, I think we live in a very uh, classic, progressive. We're kind of in the the renaissance of beer times because oh, the I, renaissance. I know that this movement started in the '80s, and when they changed the law about home brewing and got people back into it. Yep. Um, and I also know that there's probably some forces happening right now that might be, you know pushing down some of the creativity out there as well. That's but, what she uh, said. 
so many people now that are so good at brewing that have learned the process and are doing so many fun things now. So yeah, once again, I mean, it's really kind of, if someone were to say to me, this is an IPA that doesn't tell me a whole lot anymore. No. Yeah, it doesn't. You got really got to, got to taste it and try it out. So, so Gina has, has <laughs> see, there's somebody sneaking behind Jake there. She brought in the crew of dogs with her. Um, so this is an Imperial IPA, G. What up, G? Hi, guys. So the dogs. Oh, oh. Step back from urns. All right. So we just started with this. Was one, that so urns? You were, you were running urns. urns around? Urns. So uh, hang on. Let me get Mike adjusted here. Urns. That's really good, guys. Well, we just started talking about liking, disliking. No, I, I won't say. Please I, I, I stand by. What are your thoughts on this one? Um, I like it. It's got a little bit of hoppiness to it, but it's got this smoothness to it too. And it that's very it's got this a uh, little bit of zing like on the front end of it, but then it's got like the hoppiness on the back end. I really like that. I didn't think as soon as you said Imperial, I was like, yeah, but you know, I'm like really loving the IPA. So this is a nice one. Oh, um, eight percent. Yep. <laughs> I, one of I like so. <laughs> I like Gina. I like having you come in cold on these because your your descriptions either either like vastly different or vastly the same. Vastly the same. And she hasn't heard anything we've already said. So right. yeah, yeah, you're pretty much on. Yeah, all said, and there's a little bit of sweetness to it. Yeah, too, which you don't really smell it. But I think the word you used was zing. That's really that's a really good word. Um, because I was trying to say like a tartness um, or uh, what was the other word I used? Tart and tangy. Yeah. But I think zing is, yeah, zing is a good zing. 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 descriptor. I like that one, guys. If you have a chance to pick that up again. That was um, from a craft beer cellar. Ooh, go back there. This is uh, in, uh, well, it's brewed in the U.S., but it's a brewery in Sweden. Oh, this is the one that we were talking about. That um, didn't you have this one? Already? I, don't, I don't think. I thought I got bought one for you, and you had it when I was working the garage one day. But. Oh, maybe so. Maybe this so. is the one know. that uh, opened up a in uh, Brooklyn. So they no, had, that was, oh, was uh, a different one. Oh, that's a evil big twin. Big evil twin. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, listen, I really like this one, so I'll uh, be excited to hear um, the rest of your review. So, enjoy <laughs> the beverage. Thanks, Well, we we got to do uh, initial ratings here. So, ratings. Uh, I am going to three beers. <laughs> I'm going to go with a <laughs> three five. So, can I ask a question? Two. Questions? Nope, you cannot move along. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> First of all, are you guys in your mind like thinking of other Imperials? Like, I'm trying to think of one. I'm trying to, but the problem is I can't remember all the IPAs blend together. Well, exactly. I happen to have my list up. I really need to start doing that. Damn it. All right. Hang on, bitches. All right. Well, you guys have had most of these. So, uh, Bell's Two-Hearted is an Imperial. Barrel Runner from Founders is, is an Imperial, although it's that's definitely a different flavor. There's no E in untaps. Okay. I'm the exact sorry. Same thing, the exact same website you went to last week. I'm sorry that my normal, like... My thing to do here is to spell the word the right way, you jackass. Uh, okay, I like too hard okay. better. Like, yeah. uh, 90, 90 minute IPA from Dogfish Head, Citra, Citra, Citra. 
First Kiss from Three Sheeps, Hop Slam, Pliny the Elder. Oh, no. Um, Hop Jockey from Lakefront. So I know that you guys have had most of those that I just named. Hop Jockey. Ooh. Yeah, see, that's, that's going to be a problem for me going too high. I mean, that's a, hobby, that's a hobby. So a lot of those I really like. Delicious. Ooh. Well, here was my other question was going to be, should I increase a rating if, even if I don't think it's the best tasting beer, I realize it's going down really easy. This goes down really well, easy. That's up to you there, Spankykins. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it has to factor into it, but it's your call. Uh, I feel like I need to come up with a five I feel like point you need to get a better bourbon rating <laughs> scale. The table. At this point, I mean, would you want me to be able to beer here, burp? I'm not drunk. <laughs> would you rather me be able to beer? I would, be I would love for you to be a beer. I'd love for you to be no able problem. to, to beer it. The <laughs> I'm gonna go with a three two five, but that's a that's a strong three two five. If there was, what did a, I give it? What did I just? You give said it? three five. Okay, yeah. If there was, uh, if we could go closer than that, I'd probably give it like a three three. Because. I would really like to just sit sit outside one day and like pound like four of these. The one thing I will say though that we kind of almost have to bear in mind, at least for I'm in, in my mind, is that I'm not drinking this as cold as I probably should be because it's definitely we, a little. We warm. pulled it out. We pulled it out. It's, it's not. It's too a little warm in the house today. What time is it? I mean, shit. Nine fifteen. This has been sitting out for forty five minutes. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm, yep. This thing would have been better if it was. It ice probably would have been better if it was ice cold, but. We should have cut. I can't go back now, motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. One beer. Well, well, I forced that one a little bit ago, but uh, I don't. I don't like it. It's not a four, um, but I'll go a three seven five. I actually, I like this one a lot. Um, and I actually, if I go three seven five on it, that's why I rated Citra, Citra, Citra. Um, not as good as Hop Slam. Not as good as Barrel Runner. I need to get a citrus into citrus again because I really honestly don't remember it anymore. It's been a while since I've had one. And, and well, but a couple of those, like Hop Slam's brewed with honey. Um, right. That's the other thing. Hop Slam and uh, Two Hearted. Is Two Hearted honey? No. You no. guys like Two Hearted a lot. I wasn't. Barrel Runner, I love. I mean, I love the rum, rum flavor of Barrel Runner. So that one's my favorite Imperial yeah, at this I, point. I got a four pack of Barrel Runner and like. I used to love rum back in college. If any of my old buddies are out there listening to this, we used to drink Captain Morgan all the time. We get the handle, oh, yeah. call it the shipwrecker, and just get ass hammered on that stuff. I love it. <laughs> I just got burnt out on rum. And then you get but hammered in the ass. I haven't had no, just, just hammered said. drunk. <laughs> Fuck That's you guys. What she said. Hey, your words, man. Your words. That escalated quick. I didn't mean in the. Now I just. I hate you guys. I <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I took a drink of that water. I haven't had to rum in at least a decade, and I was like, at first, I was like, "Well, I don't know if I'm, I'm ready for rum. I've puked on this too many times." But <laughs> I kept coming back to that that beer, and I just ended up destroying that four pack. Just <laughs> and I don't. Little force, little force. Have you had any other rum beers? I know that we're not. This isn't about um, Barrel Runner, but I haven't had a beer like that. No, that's a super unique beer. I've I've never tasted anything like that one. I mean, I know there are other ones that are Asian rum barrels out there, but well, but not. I don't know about any other Imperial 
IPAs. There's a bunch of barrel aged yeah, rum barrel stouts. Tastes yeah. like rum and IPA made a baby. Yeah. Burr, burr, yeah that's, that's, I, li- I, re- I love that one. I have one more in my refrigerator too. A shot of whiskey. Thought about it tonight, but I, I pulled, anyway, back, pulled out. And a bloody Mary. You got me thinking about the barrel runner. <laughs> All right. So what's, what's your number over there, Spanky? What did you say? 375? 375. 375 for me, yeah. Nice little great better shot here going. As we usually do. All right. Well, that's Joe. We're done. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to go have a bush latte. You have a bush latte. A bush latte. <laughs> a bush latte. That was funny. Bush latte. I am going to use that going forward. Um, or bud, la- bud latte or... It looks like Jake right now is looking up uh, Canadian man beers. I have I have multiple things I want to discuss this uh, week. I'm per- okay, we can discuss it, but I'd also like to discuss right discuss right now. Javier Baez just hit a three run home run in the top of the ninth to take the lead to seven to two. Hey, what do you know? They're going to score more than one run. This is Finally. we yeah. should have a parade. Javier Baez. Okay, uh, so uh, Jake Jake is the. Um, Jake, you have the floor. You apparently have shit you want to talk about. Well, let's talk, sweetie. Okay, well, one's quick. There was Chad a... Was like out, though. Oh, there you no, you guys just froze, and I was like, uh, yeah, what you happened? You... No, my God. But I looked over at the screen, you froze like this. <laughs> well, Jake, Jake froze same kind of the same way jake was like that's just my face i wasn't yeah, frozen he's, he's normally like that but i was i was that's why i was like oh wait he's stroking out Look at <laughs> no. all right all right jake now you have the floor i'm, I'm almost to halfway already so well a couple of quick hitters here's just a uh a story from new york new york, new york. city so a bunch of new york city new york city bars held a festival Get a rope this is for Gina and all our women listeners out there. This was the uh, Beers Without the Beards Craft Beer Festival, celebrating women uh, fans of craft beer and reminding everybody that uh, there are women fans of craft beer. So looks like a good time. And, uh, you know, if I was a dude that had spent a lot of time drinking craft beer with other dudes, this might have been a cool thing to try to check out. <laughs> try, to, try to get away from the sausage fest we normally yeah. have. Yeah. Um, another one I saw, this actually came from Portland, Dan, or as I like to call him, Portlandia, Dan. Portland. Port, Portland. There was, I haven't heard of this, uh, pa- Pasty Magazine. Have you guys heard of Paste. this? Paste. Yeah. Um, they had their 325 of the best IPAs blind taste tested <laughs> and ranked. When, when was this? When was this written? This was written July 10th, 2018. Okay. This written the same year. Yeah. So, anyways, long story short, my short story long. Portlandia friend went out and waited in line at a for a can release for a brewery, a brewery called uh, Great Notion, and he was able to get the number thirteenth rated beer on this list, and he was able to get the uh, number one rated beer on this list. Number one, what's number one? It's called Ripe IPA. The verdict, when you conduct a blind taste test, the number one entry has a tendency not to be something entirely out of the box, uh, blah, blah, blah. The winner kind of tasting is usually the beer that most... 
the prized qualities by the judges. So anyways, basically this one checked all the boxes and all the judges agreed. And I will have to go back and check what uh, old Portlandia rated these items. I believe this one was a five and the other one was a four. What is on there that we have had? So great question. I did, I did see on here. Um, I did see one that we haven't had, but it's half acre. It's called uh, Beer Hates Astronauts. I don't know how hard that one is to get. The only ones I could find on this list that I have had was uh, one by Revolution, which I believe was Mosaic Hero. And there was one other, not in the top 25. Oh, I, I texted this to him because I went through the whole list. Uh, here, I'll find it quickly. But I did send this to you guys. There was one other 35. So yeah, 39 was Revolution Mosaic Hero. And actually, it was 55. And I gave you one of these, but I believe you gave it to uh, um, Gina. It was Old Nation Brewing, that M43. You remember that can that had M43? Oh, yeah. I've had that. that gave made, me one. Chad, I sent one to you. That made the list at 50, 54. Nice. And I, I recognize some of these other ones, but you know, there's a lot of stuff on here from uh, the Carolinas. The Carolinas are kicking yep. ass. A lot of stuff from PA up there in Pennsylvania. There's no Three Floyds? Uh, no, Three Floyds. I don't. I mean, they, Three Floyds might have been in here. I just looked at the top 80. Three, I mean, this is a top 324, so I'm sure they were in the top 324. Yeah, but I mean, no? Zombie Dust has been rated pretty high for years. No, nothing from Three Floyds. Russian River's not on there either? Uh, they Climbing? were in, not in the top 80 for this year. No oh. toppling Goliath was on here. Have you guys had fire skulls and money? Yes. I just had that. Yeah. You just had that last week. And yep. I gave one to my neighbor. I didn't drink it. 37. That was pretty good. I don't know what <laughs> I rate. Yeah. Yeah. You dicks. You're drinking number 37s. Let me in on that shit. I, did, I didn't. I gave it to my neighbor. <laughs> well, go, go get it back. <laughs> well, I drank it already. Collective arts has one on here. 37 by pasties though so i mean come on that sounds like a that sounds like a men's magazine it's a it's reputable it's um they've been around for evs and they always have some beer articles on them so okay so um go back to that real quick what oh urban artifact okay it looked like a zombie dust art on it that one in the middle right there that's why i was like i would have said zombie dust i looked at the list all right, fuck you. Move on. Bitch. Um, so this story Man. just came out eight hours ago. Yes. So Two Roots Brewing Co. <laughs> has just launched in Nevada a beer infused with THC. And, Whoa. And it has THC in it. It has THC. Oh, my God. How we get this? This is shit. out there. This is available. This is being Interesting. sold. <clears throat> they are rolling it out in states where, lead, where weed is legal soon because... Uh, final note from Portlandia, Dan. He texted me. He's been enjoying season two. And he said, uh, he reached out to me. He's like, we cannot get, there's no beer available out here right now. It's THC. The only beer that we can get out here is is like wheat beers that have the CBD in it. Right. That's non-psychedelic. Uh, right, right. You're not yeah. going to get a high off of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah but you just, get the, you just get the aroma. Because they were right. saying that uh, the the weed the hemp or whatever is very similar to hops. So they're able to brew with it. Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the, a lot of uh, brewers are looking forward to the, the legalization of marijuana in their state because it acts a lot like a hop. 
And so it's just a lot more different flavors I can play with, you know? So. But for any of our uh, Bearded Hops fans that also enjoy a good wake and bake, look out for this uh, Two Roots. Two Man. Roots. It's out there. Vegas boys? Vegas? <laughs> It'd be pretty sweet just to be able to order one up at, you know? Mm. Right? Yeah. I know. It would be pretty awesome. It would be uh, awesome, awesome. So that was all my quick news. There all right, is... well then let's take a pause from your quick news. Let's do the halfway point. Uh, all right, Chad, where are one you beer. at the halfway point, senior? Um, you know, I'm going to stay at three seven five. It's, but I'm not. I think I'm not gonna. I'm not liking it as much as it warms. But if I could get, if I could drink it like super cold right out of the can, I think I would drink it really fast. And that rating of three seven five is legit. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a fatal mistake we've made with this one, but um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Jakey Pills. Two beers! I would like to make a suggestion, Adam. Can I, you just rate the motherfucker first so we can move on before you make no, your damn suggestion? No, because it's a good motherfucking uh, idea, and as soon as I rate it, then you're going to say my turn's over, yes, and I'm going to have to wait until you, <laughs> you deem I get a turn to talk again, which I already blew most of my turns anyways with the news. Let's be honest. I only got like two more minutes of talking on this show. Uh, I think the studio here that you're slowly building uh-huh. needs a little cooler where you can place the upcoming beers. That's a good idea. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you know. I'm going to say the 325. If anybody wants to donate money to the, we need a cooler in our studio fund. 325, I'm saying <laughs> Three beers. There we go. <laughs> I'll donate. <laughs> Uh, I'm saying a three five. Okay, what's your other news? <clears throat> and I'm gonna agree with you, Chad. I don't. It's as it gets warm. It's just uh, it's drinkable. Yeah, it's like drinkable. It's as they warm, but they're just I don't know. It's getting. Uh, I could see this beer getting um, a little skunky pissy. if it got if it really got warm. Pissy, pissy, pissy. Well, Urine. The last one there was Urine. a news article connected to this. <laughs> Or supporting this. Supporting I can, what? The I, cannot, I cannot find said article. What article? And I don't know how much you want to, to talk about because I could probably... I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. ...go off on this topic for hours with no clear resolution site. But what, t- what topic? There was that article. I don't know if it was just about Chicago brewers, but it was about how people that work at breweries actually drink... Oh, here we go. You know, on the side or at home or at parties... They actually drink like Miller Lite and I don't know, whatever else, Bud Light. But you don't have that article? I was trying to find it. I couldn't find it. I don't know if you uh, if you can search the inter, interwebs there. And, right. I texted to you guys right in our little group. But when Adam found this article, like, uh, ironically, we were at an anniversary party for a great local brewery, Only Child. Chatter came down. Best part was the was the uh, piss my pants, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like literally the day that Adam found this article, here we are talking to no, people. No, no, that no, no, no. I found it. I was there. We were oh, sitting you there found and, it while we were there. So give the story because we, we were there and she said it. That's when you I tell. It. I've been talking enough. <clears throat> you tell the story, Adam. Chad, you tell it. Oh. What? Oh, he doesn't know what's no. going on. Wake up! <laughs> no, Bro. I'm kidding. No, so we were. We were at Only Child, and I had um, 
talk to the yeah. taproom manager chick uh, with the pink hair. And yeah. we, we ended up asking her about the owner's t-shirt that he was wearing, which was a Miller Lite t-shirt. At the anniversary party. At the anniversary party. And we all thought that was kind of, you know, I don't know if anybody's, if, I don't know what anybody really truly felt about it. If it was, if it was a kind of a faux pas kind of thing, or if it was just making fun or what, but we did find out the reason that he was, well, I don't know if it was the reason he's wearing the shirt, but he was also drinking a case of Miller Lite at his own brewery's third year anniversary party. And that's when we searched for the article to figure out, um, well, because she told us that go to any, she said, go to any brewery anywhere and ask what anybody in the tap room drinks at work or at a party. And they will all, it'll be Miller Lite, Bud Light, Coors Light, Bush Latte, any of that, any of that stuff, because they don't like drinking their own beer. They drink enough of it by sampling and, uh, they're around it all the time. So, so it's kind of found a story. So it yeah, after she told us that, then, then Adam went searching for the story. So Adam found the story it was in the Tribune. It's called what's inside a craft beers, brewer fridge. Well, answer might surprise you. Yeah. 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 There's a uh, quote here from, um, the owner the brewer, uh, co-founder of off color brewery, another, Chicago land area brewery. That's yep, pretty yep. darn good. And he says, so this is, he's talking about how he has Miller high life at home. He says, high life is exactly what it's supposed to be. It's light. It's crisp. It's technically perfect. And it's very consistent, which is something that we in craft beer aren't as good about. I like that. I don't have to think about it. I know what it'll be. And that's super comforting to me. There's something to be said for that. And I remember, uh, Adam, years ago before you know long before this podcast we went to the lakefront brewery tour and we were you know seeing the inner workings behind the curtain there and the guy giving the tour did make the comment you know he did give a shout out to i believe it was miller saying hey you know you might want to hate on them but it's pretty amazing that they are brewing that much beer that consistent yep because day in and day out and i've heard a lot of a lot of brewers said the exact same thing about the the big beer, big brewers because <clears throat> because they brew on such an enormous scale across such an enormous landscape that no matter where they brew it, mm-hmm. it's tasting the same. So it tastes the same here as it does, you know, in Russia, in China, whatever. It, it all tastes it tastes the same, and. So, and if that's technically what you're looking for, I mean, they're killing it there. Well, I mean, if you, if you think about it from a business standpoint, that no matter where you are in the world, you can order a Miller Lite and it's going to taste like the Miller Lite you know. Um, you can't say that for Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola actually tastes different around the world. Yeah. yeah you, know, you can go to Coca-Cola World in Atlanta and they have a room full of all the different Cokes they have around the world. And they all have a different flavor, but they're labeled Coke. This, you're getting a Miller Lite whether you're in, you know, Japan, India, London, Chicago, it's going to taste the same. That, that's amazing. And, and craft brewers find it amazing because they have such a hard time. Sounds like I'm going to puke. It does. Um, craft brewers have such a hard time making their IPA taste the same every batch that they get. So, and, I've, and this is small batch brewing, relatively right. speaking. 
So yeah, it's it is amazing that they it is that, that consistent. It has been for years. Now as to why the brewers like to drink it, uh, I don't. Well, there was other reasons when we were talking to Charlotte. She's like, "Listen, it's cheaper. You can drink it all day without being, you know." Yeah, that was that was the main. That was one of the big things. It's sessionable. Yeah, the ABV is so low. But I'm I'm really having an internal conflict now because I had gotten to a point, you know, when we first started doing getting into craft beer, when you guys sort of helped me take that leap, I still always kept uh, my base beer in the fridge, good old Coors Light, Coors Latte, Coors, you know. You know, that's always there to just reach. Where's Liggett? Have a few. Um, but over the last nine months, that I don't have it. The only time I have it is when I know I have guests and that's all they drink. That's the only time I have it. Well, and I'll say... It I don't order it anymore. I don't buy it anymore. I know. It crossed my mind, actually, after we came back from that, too. I had kind of the same uh, thoughts running through my head. Like, well, <sighs> do I want to go try a Bud? Because, I mean, I, was, I, mean, I did, Budweiser... Straight Bud, not not the the Bud Light, but Budweiser's good. Straight Budweiser's good. Yeah, it is. It is. I don't don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind Budweiser. Straight Bud Bud. Bud Light tastes like piss. Miller Miller is like one of the worst water. Coors. Back to your light beers. Back to your cousin from Middle America. You know he can drink fifteen of them. Twenty three, I think he said. He still he can still drive his truck. He did twenty three. Yeah. Can I blame him for being able to, you know, do that for, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, do I want to go to Vegas and I lose all my money on the blackjack table in five minutes or I play penny slots for four hours, you know? So I, I don't know how to feel anymore. Like, cause, cause I had gotten to the point where I was like, well, listen, if it's not good, it's not worth my money, my time, the calories, anything like it just is not worth it. Like I'd just rather not drink. And now I'm wondering, like, have I gone too far? Have I become the snob? I don't know. I don't know. I'm in a weird spot now. I it's funny because I had the exact same thoughts. Like, have I, have I, have I taken it too far? Yeah. Have <laughs> I? What's wrong with? At the end of the day, I, I do think part of it is this book we're reading because this book we're reading. God damn, do I get pissed at Mbev and <laughs> And to to a lesser extent, I mean, they weren't quite as big, but. Miller was doing the same thing. Yeah, all of them. Coors was doing the same thing before they... (laughs) For anyone watching, this is the book. Yeah, that barrel-aged out out and selling out. So maybe I just need to finish this book and give it a little bit of time. And I wonder, these these craft brewers that drink, you know, Miller Light at Home, Bud Light at Home, do they realize that if InBev had their way, none of them would exist? Yeah. I'm sure they know. I'm I guarantee they're there, maybe I buy it because it's cheap. Because Charlotte, even Charlotte's like, well, how much is ours? How much does a four pack cost here? I'm like, I don't know, thirteen ninety nine. She's like, yeah. How much does a twenty four pack cost? I don't know, thirteen ninety nine. Thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. So I, I, I don't. I really internal conflict. I don't. I still thinking about. Still don't know what the answer is. Maybe it's different for everybody. Well, here's the one thing that but, I always do when I think of Coors Light, Miller Light, but like, like the light beers, especially in the summertime. Like Gina and I were talking about this. Um, this summer, what craft beer do you buy that you can always get on a regular basis? Every time you go to the store, you know you can get this beer that is light and refreshing for summertime. That's a great point. Well, you know, I mean, it's kind of hard to pick one. That's- <laughs> yeah, you can't. I mean, right, we're on <clears throat> solid gold. 
Because that first came out. And we tried Oberon. Like, eh, it's kind of hit and miss. We had... Um, no, there was another... But but also, that is not expensive, right? Pseudo Sue, a four-pack is still... Right. Even solid gold, you pay... You're paying you the premium. 15 cans for what you'd usually get 24 cans Which, for. I, okay, I'll, I'll pay the premium because it's a craft it's beer. 15. But again, one that you can, you know, okay. What I will say is that now that I don't really drink those beers anymore, like have them in my fridge, I hardly ever have the same beer in my fridge. True. <laughs> you know I mean? It's true. It's my, a revolving my, door. My fridge is You're like just a, a beer smorgasbord of like all these different fucking beers where you're just time, constantly you're just, trying to fill a hole, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to fill all of them, but you're. I'm always. But sometimes you want to go back and swipe you left, have, swipe right <laughs> if you want to drink this beer. Shut the fuck up, guys. <laughs> sometimes you just want to have that beer that you know, like like he said, it's going to be consistent. You know what you're getting when you crack open that beer. You know what you're going to taste, right? And the problem that I have sometimes with having a different beer constantly that I'm cracking a beer, not knowing what I'm going to have, which. For my ADD, that's great because it's not the same thing all the time. But there is a lot of times where I drink only half of it <clears throat> or I take a few sips and I'm like, anybody else want this? So, Chad, I know you're trying to say something and we both cut you off like 15 times. So. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to... Anyway, Chad's <laughs> a lot nicer than us. Yeah, I know. Not really. He's all right, dude. fucking douchebag. Shut the hell up. <laughs> no, it, it's... Uh, it's I've I haven't bought a a six pack or a four pack. Well, I bought four packs like pseudo Sue, but just recently I have started looking for um, six packs of what you were just talking about that that beer that you can have every day. Um, but the problem, as you guys have just mentioned, is, is the same problem I run into here. Is if I I went to get Happy Glamper the other day. I was going to buy a six pack of Happy Glamper just because that's a good. That is a good summer beer. It's sessionable. It's low ABV. It's a good taste. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a great beer, and I would. It's a great one to have in you know late in the day, every day. But I couldn't find it, so then I bought Three Sheep's Water Slides, which is an IPA. It's a fairly lighter light IPA, but I was disappointed because I couldn't get Happy Glamper. I can't get. Um, Lager of the Lakes from Bell's all that often. I can't find Solid Gold. Um, so maybe I, I just should just go buy a 24-pack yeah. of Budweiser and put it in my fridge tomorrow. Part of the reason it's hard for us <laughs> to find these beers, though, is not just because they're craft beer in the smaller breweries and, and less barrels are produced. Part of the reason is because for 50 years at least, companies like Anheuser-Busch have known that one of the ways to control the market is through distribution. And I guarantee there's still shady shit going on today in distribution. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, but not to say that that's the only reason I just, no, no, no. I, and it's not the only reason, but you're right. There's that shit. Going on. In reading this book, you kind of open your eyes. Although in reading this book, like it's, it's something we've all kind of, those of us who pay attention to beer have known. Mm-hmm. Right, but now you're kind of getting the facts about it. That's the way I kind of look at this when I read this book. But then I got to ask myself, how different is this than any other business that's fighting for retail space? Any other product that wants shelf space? Right. I guess it's not. I mean, you go down the chip aisle, you're seeing the same Doritos, brands. Ruffle, yeah, you're, you're seeing the the delays well, and they're, but they're they're packaged a little bit differently. Just like you know, you have Michelob, Michelob Light, Michelob Ultra, Miller, same company. 
And that's one of the early themes in the book is that after World War II, American consumers really sought sort of those homogenous products and uh, being able to buy something on the East Coast, West Coast, wherever they were that was consistent, the same thing, a brand that they recognized, a brand that they trusted. The interesting thing is over the next 50 years from World War II into the 80s and 90s is marketing by these companies, excuse me, tried to make you believe that you were picking it. The reality was slowly those were the only choices that were there at all. And suddenly, you know, what helped craft beer is there was enough people that wanted to actually be different, identify with their beer, express themselves with their beer, and not just be tricked into thinking that they picked something or other. So anyways, I it, this book has really sort of put some context around a lot of ideas that we've sort of circled around for a long time. How far are you into it? Uh, a little over 100 pages, almost near yeah, the end of part one. Yeah, it's about where I'm, where I, I think I have a plan, and I didn't have this plan until I was on the show tonight. So I thank you guys for being my just my, now my muses. I think I'm going to, and I'll, I will update our listeners. I think I'm going to search for a new base beer. Something Man, that's that's a, that's a beer. That's something that I think Chad has been. I mean, Chad accessible. pretty much said that he was trying to do that too. But like Gina and I, the really this summer, she she said to me. You know, she didn't call it a base beer, but essentially that's what she said. Like, what's but be maybe our, the answer is our go-to beer. Yeah, I want something I can put in my refrigerator every every week or every few days. Every t- every say, time I want to. Maybe it's going to be an in beer. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't to know. to what Charlotte was saying from um, it's cheaper from Only Child. Yeah, she's absolutely right, and that's what kind of got to make me got got to make me. That's what got me thinking about it. Was. And and also the quote you know from the article, but yeah, the that like I already said, the beer that you crack open, you know what you're going to be drinking right then. Like it's it's not a surprise, right? You're not like, oh, well, this is different. And like I have said a couple of times too, you know, drinking a beer like on a Friday when we're hanging out is completely different than drinking this beer here because here I'm thinking about this beer, right? But when I'm sitting on the front porch drinking a beer, I'm not thinking about it. I mean, I'm I'm going you probably don't of, want to think about it. Right, that's the other thing, and and it, but if you think about that, we only do an hour, hour and a half <laughs> podcast, fucking around once a week. These guys are brewing every day, all the multiple time. times a day, tasting all these beers, and when they taste it, they got to be thinking about it because it's <laughs> their product, it's their money maker. So mm-hmm. at some point, they want to sit down and drink something where they don't have to sit here and analyze the shit out of it. They just want to know it's going to be a good beer and I'm going to be okay. You read the book uh, in the early chapter. In the early sections, the original uh, brewmaster for Goose Island, there's times where he's talking about like physically after doing it for two, three years, physically he was breaking down all those bags of hops and barley and stacking and carrying and pouring and moving and pouring and stacking and carrying. Like not Adam's absolutely right. Like the mental toll, the, the fatigue, the burnout, but <laughs> it was taking a physical toll on some of these guys, you know, so to actually, but they also talked about in that book how the founder insisted on having, I believe it was Miller Lite on tap and how the brewmaster hated it. And anytime somebody ordered it, he would add water to it and then ask that person, he'd give them one of their beers for free and be like, come on, can you really tell me this is better than, than drinking water? Yeah, he'd, he'd water down a uh, so island beer. The one they just had, he'd water it down and give it back to them basically. Trying to yeah. say, what do you like this one better? Oh yeah, that one, that one's better. Like the same fucking thing you just had. Just put water yeah. in it like Miller. <laughs> I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look for a new base beer. 
I just thought of one, Jake. Hit me. And I, kn- I know for sure. I'll try, I'll try it before the next podcast. Um, I'm, I know you, you can get Line and Kugel's down there. So, Line and Kugel original. original. Go. Big beer, right? Huh? Well, I'm saying maybe that's the answer. I mean, maybe. I mean, you make it zero. Line and Kugel's is owned by. They're owned by Miller, but they're still family run in, in Chippewa Falls. True. So, they're not, not that much different than like a Goose Island. Who's right. Right. Run. I mean, if somebody sure, who runs a brewery like Only Child or um, Off Color, if they'll if if they're going to take advantage of a consistent beer that's cheap, who who am I? I'm no, you know. <laughs> but you know, but it's it's still it's like it's. I f- I need to finish this book and get over it, but <laughs> but it's like. The I, but then I also think about it as that's not my profession. That's not my day to day. When when I did IT all the time. And then somebody, when I got home, would call me, asked me to help with their computer. I'd look at my wife and go, I don't want to help them with the, that's what I do all day, every day. I don't want to help them. It's the same kind of thing, you know, where they're doing this all day, every day. They just want to chill the fuck out. See, that's what I'm saying. There's so many sides to this. Yeah. So, I mean, Charlotte gave us something to think about, which is kind of cool. Um, I think maybe our shitty beer podcast, if we ever get around to doing it, Maybe a little different now. Please, we got to do this shit beer podcast. <laughs> well, next week is a session. You can drink whatever you want in a session. Who's going to crack a Budweiser? Next maybe week? I'll maybe I'll bring like a bolt <laughs> back and just see how many I can drink during the show. <laughs> at least, at least you'll be you can just stumble across the street. Yeah, I won't drive. Landon Kugel's original lager is sold in all fifty states. I don't know if I've seen this. I mean, I probably have seen it, but I finished my beer. It's a it's a red label. Well, I think it's something interesting we can maybe try uh, to update everybody on every week is the search for a um, a base beer. Here we go. Line of Kugel's original lager, 24 pack, $22.99. So it's a little bit more than a 24 pack of Miller or Bud, but 23 bucks for 24 cans. So a little I, might, I might go do this tomorrow. Or a little less. So it's a My, classic American Pilsner. 4.7 ABV, 17. So I mean, yeah, 4.7 puts it right in the session. You know, I'm just going to Google best base beer and see what happens. <laughs> How many people actually call it a base beer? Um, oh, porn came up. <laughs> but I think maybe that's something, yeah, we could all start. We kind of update on, okay, here's what I tried for a base beer. If if you end up liking a, you know, big beer, Miller Coors, whatever it is, so be it. Um you know what? If you find something else that's more unique, then we all can kind of jump on that. I think that's a really good, uh, really good choice there, Chad. Because I totally forgot about. I don't know how long it's been since I've had Liney's original, <laughs> so I need to go back and, and try. One it. I one I like that, I, Chad. I want to say you're not a fan of this one, and I don't think we can buy it here. But when we were on that beach trip, Adam, to the OBX a few years ago, I really liked that week of Yingling we were doing. We talked about Yingling. I mean, Chad was talking about he had a Yingling a few weeks ago or whatever, and your buddy from out there was like, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ugh, piss. But even, but even like, like our Bush Latte friend there at the beginning said about uh, Nuglaris, which holds true to a lot of these, is you can't really drink a lot of these like in a day on the lake because you're going to fill up so fast. Yeah, and you're going to be drunk as shit too. You're going to be drunk as shit, but yeah, but you're also like, so I now could, you're now you're halfway I, through the day and you're thirsty as fuck yeah. and you're going to have to have water? Come on now. Really? Nobody else water? Or I just drink less and I just get drunk quicker. I don't know. There's so many you sides to this. Drink less. What if I what if I go on this journey and I find out that my base beer is like natty ice? Are you guys still gonna let me be on the podcast? Oh, actually, my my friend Mike Bullock, um, you know, natty, he's a natty bow man. He loves that stuff. Yeah, really. Well, I've had natty and damn, it's been a long time since I've had natty. I mean, what if I get into this? I'm like a Keystone man, you know? <laughs> like, what am I going to find out about myself? This could be. I mean, be- you, you're going to go down the. Uh, you're going to go down a rabbit hole and end up with Stag or Schlitz or something. <laughs> they still make Schlitz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. It's out there, man. <laughs> I will say, last time I had a PDR, though, I had a massive headache after drinking. That's the other thing, though, with the with these the big beers. If you drink. Uh, you drink a shit ton of them during the day. You're, you're, I usually end up with a, with a terrible hangover from those beers. Oh, Hey, let's talk about something that's completely not a base beer because I had it with you two sons of bitches. One that I won't get again, probably. And is not cheap. Is that fantastic tropical fresh coast from three sheeps that we had on your porch. Mm, tropic coast. Dear. I have yeah. one more. Gina's, Gina's been, Gina's, there we go. Things like crazy. Fantastic. Did you go get more? No. I'll, um, Fantastic. I'll try this weekend. Uh, what was that, Chad? Can you show that can one more time? I'm sorry. So it's Tropic Coast. Tropic Coast. I kept one of the cans too. I put it on my shelf too. I mean, my guess is you have to be in Wisconsin to get it, but if you can, you do. damn. You do, and it's a limited release because they're going to make this, use this recipe with varying hops, right? Isn't that what they're doing? I think they said it. Well, they're just going to use different flavors. This is the this is the base. Can't well, like uh, get a good glare on it. Fresh Coast. That's that's the base uh, juicy pale ale, and then they're going to take and flavor it many different ways. Uh, this is the first in the series. So it was it was a really I don't know really, what's next, but that's really good. Really good beer. I mean, it was yeah. it was probably one one of my favorite it was fantastic IPAs. i think i gave it a i mean i don't know if i did it justice on my rating either but i have one more left downstairs because gina's been <laughs> gulping them so and you I'm, know, I'm going to wisconsin this weekend up to chad so you know, trap are you going up to chad's you guys going to go boating sunday yeah nice you want to come up jake well i don't i baseball. got baseball in the middle of the day yeah my life is actually I have soccer and baseball. Um, I gave uh, Tropic Coast a boat down here. That would make <laughs> it easier. Yeah, I missed my boating season. I can bring the little boat down there. I'm, I I can't. There's no place to do Stop the boat. Playing with your dinghy. <laughs> you know what though? If I am going to buy a four pack that's thirteen ninety nine, I love the pint cans. 
yeah at least yeah that's yeah that's the way to do it that's why that's why i like pseudo sue pseudo sue is a good that it's almost a everyday beer it's kind of but i mean you get the pint can and it's not terribly expensive yeah but i do think between bush latte dude and charlotte it really does have me thinking because uh, we always say, I don't know why people drink this or why people drink that, but now it's kind of coming into focus for me. Yeah. You know, because they're looking at a price point, number one. I mean, I would say not all, but I would say a good majority of people, when they go to that, that beer aisle at Walmart, Target, or wherever they're they're buying their beer, they're looking at price points. So then when they have the bush latte sitting over here where they can get 24 of these bitches for 10 bucks. And then over here, they have this two hearted ale where they can get a six pack for 10 bucks. What yeah, are you, you going to pick? It's easier to share friends, a bunch with friends. It's easier to just probably ride a nice buzz for a good part of the yeah. day. Yeah. I, trust me. This is like shook up everything. I was, I thought I had reached this new place. <laughs> So Adam on Sunday will will drink CBS, but the boat's just going to be stocked with Budweiser otherwise. Okay. <laughs> Bud, as long as it's not Bud Light. No, I'm not buying Bud Light. Yeah, Bud Light. <laughs> yes, Bud Light. No, actually, I'll try to grab some. I'll try to get some of the Liney Original to bring on that. But I was I was thinking about I was thinking about that, you know, on the boat Sunday. Like, what would you drink on a hot day on the lake? You know, yeah, I mean, quite cool. honestly. Quite honestly, some of these beers that we drink don't really sound good to me on a hot day on a lake. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'll have one or two. Fresh Coast would be good, but when it's hot out, I'm afraid Fresh Coast is going to start going bad as it warms. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to go warm quick when you're on a fucking boat. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do have a refrigerator, but it's not a, heat, not a big refrigerator. <laughs> right. So yeah, this will be a kind of an interesting experiment we can talk about on the show then each each week. I I do want to give just say while we're here, I had a blast at the uh We should talk about it. We should talk about it. The three yeah. sheet. Let's uh so let's let's pause for a second because we're all done. Give our final ratings here, and then we'll talk about the the three sheeps thing, and then we'll say uh goodbye. So um Jakey Pooh. One beer. <laughs> three two five i'm gonna stay there it's it's uh a little bit better than i'd say averagely good and uh i definitely want to drink it colder I, I would like to drink two to three of these that are ice cold Ooh, you gotta have two or three of them i think i think then i would really know like if i could just go bam bam like two of these ice cold but I'm going to give it a three, two, five. I think if, if I could go in between that and three, five, it'd be a little bit higher, but I can't. So it's three, two, five. All right. Two beers. Yeah. I'm dropping down quite a bit. Ooh. Um, I would, oh. I would, I would definitely, whoa. I would oh. definitely. <laughs> oh. I just, quickly. I just toasted my Mac for some reason. That's what um, she. <laughs> toasted um. your. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that means. Whatever. Keep going. Don't try to explain it. We'll be here all night. Okay. Um, So, yeah, it's 
three. I'm going to go three. I would buy it again. And I, I think that if I bought it again, like you just said, I would want to drink it ice cold. Um, because I think that really does the Imperial IPA justice. And I mean, all IPAs really, I mean, I haven't had an IPA yet. True. True. Yeah. It's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, because I mean, we took, uh, the, 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 a good course of an hour to drink this, it warmed up quite a bit. Um, it did get a little more bitter and I don't, you know, I don't like it when the bitterness changes. Um, it, yeah, so, you dropped a lot there, Chad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sticking. Well, you dropped, you, you dropped the basement out of the beer last week. That's um, true. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to drop down three quarters of a point to a three. All right. Three beers. Uh, I am going to drop as well. Uh, I was at a three, five. I'm going to drop them panties. Yeah. Um, I feel bad on one end because I feel like we didn't really give it justice because we didn't, didn't really have it cold enough. Um, so if anybody's, if anybody is dumb enough to take our opinion and not buy a beer, don't, don't do that. Um, but just drink it colder. But as it, I will say as it warmed, yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't very good as it warmed. So I am going to uh, three in. So as always, you can find our uh, ratings on untapped. Jake, what's your untapped ID? If somebody wanted to find you on the old untapped. Uh, He's got to look it up. Chad, what's yours? <laughs> Chad like nine zero seven. Like nine zero seven. I am Dust Snake. D A. That's going to be my. This is be my guess. You were Dust Snake. Dust Snake eighty three. Dick. Yeah. I am Beer Hops Adam. So. Is that because you changed your username? I did. That's new. How new is that? Uh, a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I can be friends with you now. Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay. You can still touch me. Uh, like a Catholic priest. Bring champagne. Um, so, uh, yeah, because the name I had before was the name I had originally dreamed up for my brewery that I'm never going to have. So I let go. Well, that just got sad. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so there you go. Um, you can check out all of our ratings on uh, Untapped, and you can friend us if you like, and see all the beers that we drink. You better with. fucking friend us. You better friend us, because uh, beer is more fun with friends. I want friends. Nah, nobody wants a friend. You. Um. So yeah, this weekend we all went over to uh, Only Child OCB Brewery in Gurney. You kept saying three sheeps earlier, but I just let it go. When did I say three sheeps? You're like, we'll talk about three sheeps after. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Because I like three sheeps better. What am I going to say? Um, so, only child, <laughs> their uh, third birth, birthday party. And, uh, birthday party. What did you think of it, Jalak? Uh, I thought it was great. We had. Hey! <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you pants? I'm good looking. Um, <laughs> they had some. No, I mean, it, it was a it was a completely barrel aged day. Um, they did have they did have other beers on on tap and available, but 
I think we pretty much stuck with the barrel age stuff, uh, which is all being released like every hour, hour and a half or so. And now I sound all nasally. Um, the, uh, the, it, it kind of built up throughout the day. Um, and I think they did that on purpose. I mean, I think that their, their gray area number five, um, that, that ugh, it's just so good. I, I, I told them on uh, Instagram, I think that that might be my favorite beer to just go drink overall. I mean, that's the cucumber one, right? Yeah. That's in show. good beer, man. Yeah. I love that beer. I mean, if you could, if I could get it, if I could put it in a growler, if I could buy it anywhere, I would, I would always buy it. Awesome. Loved it. Mm-hmm. That was a seven o'clock PM beer. The last one that they, uh, that they opened up, um, for the party, but yeah, live music, food, um, brought my dog Jersey with us. They're dog friendly brewery. So yeah, just a super cool day. A super chill. I uh, had a great time with you guys. Um, you know, pissed my pants a couple times. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, the, what, what was the other one though? Before the cucumber one, what the fuck are you looking at? That's disgusting. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, the the sour or the bar- oh no no the you uh, guys had you guys had that style, like right the no, was, barrel aged one. You guys had one. I did have that that peach bumble sour or something. Yeah. Here, I'll tell you what what it was. It was good. I think uh, I like didn't I? The rogue rouge rogue that was great. The barrel aged question authority authority. Fantastic. That's that the that's five. the bourbon barrel aged one, right? Yes. Question authority. Oh, that was that was really good. That was a very good beer. I gave that Tropicosa four two five. It probably could have gone higher. The the sad thing about a lot of these only child beers though is that they're never going to uh be canned. Be bottled. No, that's the thing. Like that's what I'm saying. If I could have bought as much of it as I could, I I would have stocked up on it. Yeah. Um. So it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. They had like uh, two or three different bands there. They weren't that great. Great. They had. No. Um, they weren't that great. But it was a great atmosphere. But it was fun. It was people were friendly, having fun. You were able to go inside and outside. Um. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. That's what she said. Uh, there was a barbecue joint. There was oh pierogies, pierogies, yeah, and there was a poutine pierogi, yeah. Poutine. Epic Deli came by too with some sandwiches. Have you been out to Epic Deli, McHenry? I have not. Oh my god, dude, we gotta go there. Let's go. They have some really good epic sandwiches. So fucking. Uh, but yeah, there was it was a lot of fun. There's um, we need to do that more often, kids. Really. It's a good place. We had a good time. When are we doing? Uh, we got a new. We got to do a new Glarus here real soon, before it gets too cold. I'll go when it's cold. What does that matter? Because it's a, it's supposedly beautiful. I mean, the setting at this place is amazing, and it's That's super. What are we gonna do? Make out there? Awesome. Well, I mean, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? But yeah, it'd just be a cool place to go sit outside and and uh drink all their beer Ooh, one that's not only a child so i came over here was it thursday adam was like hey you want to have a beer on your porch or whatever it was like a week ago on my pooch on your pooch i come over here and i was like hey this is for you this is the one that chad's been talking about 
I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, cool. Tell that story, dude. I mean, it's he been sits, like he sits down, and he pours this thing. There's a big ass money. Actually, it was last Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So actually, I had knocked off work downtown like three thirty. Had a couple of beers downtown that were like, you know, nine ABV. You know, like nothing too crazy, but solid. I come home, I haven't eaten anything in hours. Go to Adam's porch. Yeah, I have did this you, beer. Did you, did you mow or no? I guess you did. I thought you did. it's sixteen ounces. I go ahead and I pour that. I pour that bad boy out. I'm like, hey, he's just chugging that thing. Like, yeah, I'm just it, taking it, it's, full it's drinks. This is wonderful. I like turn the can. It's like boo 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 boo. Seventeen point six ABV. I'm like, what the? This is a <laughs> Jesus. Needless to say, I didn't stay up late that night. I was. He gets up. He gets up to walk across the street, and he walks down the stairs of my pooch, and he's like stumbling along. He was like, straight, walk straight. But uh, I really wanted to bring it up because it. I gave it a five, but I also left a note on untapped there. It entered the secret scale. Secret would you? Would you give it on the secret scale? I gave it. I had to go by point two fives, right? It's, a, it's your fucking scale. It's Secret scale is all your own, man. Ooh, how high does you, it go? You could go. You go five dot two five six three seven seven two five nine seven. I don't. Well, it's this is my opinion only. We talked a little bit about it last last week because we is it six? You're having yeah. an opinion on a mythical scale that doesn't fucking exist except in your own. It's real to head. me and Chad. Fuck you. This is a me and Chad segment. Chad, what are the rules so, of the secret scale? For me, the rules of the secret scale are. It's it's a hundred point scale from five to six. I don't see a need to go above six, but the Read. secret scale Read. does have it's real. Yeah, you can you you can do hundreds of a point. So, so I'm gonna give this a uh, five point three five. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic. I have, one more, I have one more in my fridge. I do too. No, you can't have it. You have one more of a lot of good stuff. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Dead That's it, not even my it. wine fridge either. Dead it, dead it. <laughs> I looked in there tonight and I have six venerations in there still. Whoa. And I have like I have like four five death stars. You gotta watch yeah, out for him. Dude. Every time you think he's almost out of something, he somehow has like three more. He's a squ- I still have a cuvee. He squirrels it away. Ooh, I got a cuvee too. I don't know which year I have. I got eight uh, cuvee. I have an 18. 18. Yeah. I have a, I think I have two one, uh, dogfish 120s down there. I got a 120. I got the wolf. I got KBS. Yeah. I got uh, 2016 and 17 Abyss from the Desch- shoots. The shits. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bourbon barrel aged one. The shits. 17%. Right. Hey, before we go, <clears throat> Omnipolo, Polo. Yeah. Another one to, to keep our eyes out for. They do one bourbon barrel aged beer, and it's called Agamemnon. 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 Not going to work here anymore. Ag- Magnum PI. I don't know what it's called. It's Aga, A-G-A-M-E-M-N-O-N. Um, Agamemnon bourbon, whatever. This I don't know is what the a fuck you're saying. Well, just watch for a weird word from Omnipolo. It's a double mash, seven-hour boil, Vermont maple syrup, Dan, um, and ten months of maturation in freshly. Super Dallas Dan just got chubby. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? He's in Vermont right now. Yeah, he has enough syrup there. Yeah. To get- 
and this is Vermont maple syrup. He's, probably, he's rubbing that maple syrup all over his chub in the hotel. <laughs> all right, guys, shut the fuck up for a second. Anyway, as we were saying, Vermont maple syrup, 10 months of aging and freshly emptied Kentucky bourbon barrels, 13.2%. It's an imperial stout. So it's brewed by Pub Dog in the United States. I don't know where that's at, but one to watch out for because uh, the whole maple syrup things, you know, CBS territory. Don't, don't set it up before you've ever had it. Come on now. No, I'm saying it's, it's, it sounds similar in description. It sounds like a secret. <coughs> I'm not saying it, it's anywhere near CBS. I'm just saying it's where the description goes. Secret scale. <laughs> we need some, I need like a sound bite for secret scale. I don't know what. All right. There's, there's your task for, your, for the week, Adam. That's, no, his task for the week is trying to find a base beer. I need a sound bite for every time oh, I yeah, say right. <laughs> Make sure you go to Walmart to find your base beer. Hey, if I can get my it, Walmart doesn't even sell beer. It's gonna be like Walmart, angry. Wisconsin doesn't sell beer. No, what the fuck's up with that? I know. It's Wisconsin. I know. I mean, they sell beer at this Walmart. It's not good beer, but I might go down to the craft beer cellar tomorrow and Total Wine and see if I can find some good stuff and a base beer. Fresh Coast. Yeah. No. Tropic Coast. Tropic Coast. Uh, was reading. <clears throat> Adam, shut up. Okay, cool. All right, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us here on the uh, Beer House Podcast. Good night, y'all. Beer House Podcast. Hey, next week uh, is our last week of August, so next week will be the Sessions uh, podcast. Drink whatever the fuck you want. And, yeah, we're just going to have a free-for-all and get shit faced. Should we get the the Dirksen? Yeah, why not? Das Dirksen. Das. I'll mess with that business. He's a Billy Bally. Only if he pops. Get drunk. Yeah, let's do it. We all get drunk and just talk to him. Be funny too. All right. No poopy time, Chad. I wasn't gonna say anything, Jay. Since you brought it up, who wait? Who's too soon? Might as well ask them to help you move. One beer, (laughs) two beers, three beers, a shot of whiskey, a margarita, and a bloody Mary. And I said, Stone Cold, why have one when you can have them both? Best friend, anyone can have so good. I love it. What are you gonna do? Anyone can have so good. All right, see you later, guys. (laughs) Later. Peace.